welcome to another episode of Search News You Can Use with me, Dr. Marie Haynes. In this episode, we're going to talk about about this result. It's a SERP feature. If you click on three dots that are next to any result in the Google search results, you're going to see what Google says about this result. Uh, and I, there's some really interesting stuff we can learn from this. When I saw Google made an announcement that they've added some things to these results, to these about this result results, uh, it reminded me of some of the wording that's used in the Quality Raters guidelines. And so what we're gonna do today is explore that and talk about how we might be able to use this information that Google gives us to improve our EAT and possibly improve our ability to rank for certain keywords. Keywords. So let's get into this about this result. Uh, I, I'm, I'm laughing because every time I say about, some American uh, makes fun of me for the way I say it. I don't know, maybe I sound very Canadian saying about. <laughs> but uh, about this result. So if you do a search for your name, for your website, for one of your competitors' websites, you're going to see these three dots next to the search result. This is not new. Google's had it there for a while. Um, and what it tells you is, uh, here's the URL, um, here's how long it's been indexed on Google, and uh, just a couple of things about this website. What is new is uh, Google said that they're adding more information to this, and we talked last week in our newsletter about um, uh, Google's using MUM again uh, for featured snippets to uh, to uh, use consensus in featured snippet callouts. So uh, that's a, a complicated subject. Uh, but in that announcement, Google actually said we're going to be expanding the about this result to more places. And they said this week we're adding more context to about this result, such as how widely a source is circulated online reviews about a source or a company, whether a company is owned by another entity, or even when our systems can't find much info about a source, which is interesting, all pieces of information that can provide important context. Uh, and so when I saw this, it's so similar to some of the wording in Google search quality Raider guidelines. Uh, and if you're not familiar with the Raider guidelines, I mean, if you've been listening to me, I babble about them uh, nonstop. The search quality Raiders are not, uh, they don't have power to actually demote your website. Google employs over 14,000, well, they don't employ, uh, they contract over 14,000 quality raters to do side-by-side -side tests where a Google engineer will put something in front of them and say, uh, is this a good result or a bad result? And they make their decisions on whether it's a good result or bad result based on what's in the quality rater guidelines. Uh, and so we are have always maintained that we've been studying these guidelines for five years now. It was 2017 when I started getting really into studying the quality rater guidelines, is that if something's in the rater guidelines, it's where Google wants to head with their search algorithms. And Google has confirmed this in many places. They actually say in their... Uh, blog post on what site owners should know about core updates, that if you can assess your site like a quality rater can, uh, that it might improve your ability to rank or to perform better in search. Uh, so that's what we try to do is assess our sites like quality raters. So when I saw this new information, I, I really thought it was uh, very interesting. So of course I did a, a vanity search and looked for my own self and wanted to see what does Google have to say uh, about this result. And it was very interesting. If you you click on uh, the information to see more uh, about uh, what Google's got on uh, this source uh, and you do a search for me. 
Uh, first of all, they'll tell you Google looked for a description of mariehaines.com on a reference site, but couldn't find a good match. Now, their documentation on where this comes from tells us that it comes from the knowledge graph. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not in the knowledge graph. We've had this discussion before where there are many things that are probably in the knowledge graph, but if Google doesn't have enough confidence in you as an authoritative entity, uh, then it, they won't display it in the form of a knowledge panel. But what this does mean is and every site where I could find a uh, Google said we had a reference site for this is uh, whether you have a Wikipedia page if you have a Wikipedia page that's a sign of notability and to get a Wikipedia page you essentially have to have good EAT uh, to do that Next, what the About the Results shows us is in their own words. And this is what you say about your own website. And I thought it was interesting when I looked at this. Uh, it said, Marie Haynes Consulting, Inc. is an SEO agency focusing primarily on site reviews for businesses of any size. Not bad. I mean, it does kind of describe what we do. Um, but I felt like, you know, I could probably, I wish there was more in there. Well, it turns out that this is pulled from my Google business profile. And so if you have a a business that has a business profile, which you should, then uh, you should be careful of what wording you put in your description for that business. Um, I went back to my business profile and changed it. I added some things for uh, topics that I want to be known for. Uh, and so I changed it to say, uh, MHC is known for understanding EAT in Google's algorithms, uh, what Google considers to be high quality, and updates such as core updates or product review updates. Uh, these are things that I would like to be known for. Now, does that make a difference in uh, Google actually ranking us for those things? I don't know. A lot of what I'm saying here in this, uh, in this video and uh, podcast episode is theory. Uh, but I think it's important because um, Google wants to see, first of all, what do you say your business is about? Uh, and uh, that's, I'm going to come in a second to what the Quality Raiders guidelines say about that. Um, Google's documentation is really interesting. They say this information might be taken from your business profile, your Google business profile, uh, or it might be taken from your own website. Now, when I looked up Glenn Gabe, uh, Glenn's, uh, what it says about uh, him in his own words, is actually taken from his about page. And when I look, Glenn's got a much better about page than I do. I need to spruce up my about page, which is kind of uh, ironic. Cobbler's kids, I guess. Glenn, uh, so here's what's interesting. Google's documentation says, create an about us page on your site with about hyphen us in the URL. Now, Glenn's about us page is not slash about hyphen us. Uh, I, I think it says about Glenn or something like that. Um, I think Google, it's not like you absolutely have to have that URL, uh, that word in your URL. I think Google can figure it out. But I have seen sites where their about page, they've kind of gotten uh, cutesy with their uh, what they're doing on their about page. And instead of calling it about us, they'll call it our amazing team or, um, you know, just something that might sound kind of funky. Uh, but maybe if Google is looking for the information that's on your about us page, you want to do everything you can to make it findable. Uh, they actually say link to that page with the text about us. Uh, and so uh, Google wants to be able to find your your about page. 
So what's interesting next is where Google talks about web results about the source. So again, when I looked at myself on uh, these uh, about these results, uh, what Google was listing is places where I've been mentioned on the web, which really, really sounds like EAT. Uh, it mentions that I'm an author at Search Engine Land. Now, Search Engine Land is seen as an authoritative place in terms of SEO. Uh, if you are writing on topics that are not SEO, you want to find ways to get mentioned on the authoritative sites. And I know that's not always easy. Uh, sometimes uh, sites don't take guest posts. Uh, sometimes they only have their own content. Uh, but sites that uh, actually legitimately um, curate experts in your topic and have articles written by them, you want to see what you can do to get in there to get an article written on that type of website. Now, let's say you're just starting out and you don't have any recognized authority. Um, you know, somebody who maybe has some interesting thoughts on SEO, uh, but isn't known as uh, in the SEO community, might have a hard time writing at search engine land or being accepted unless you know somebody uh, who um, can recommend you. Uh, so what you need to do is start out small. You know, find somewhere who will publish your work. Um, make sure that you're writing not, you know, I have people all the time that reach out to me and say, hey, I wrote this great article on EAT. Uh, do you want to publish it on your website? Well, think about the business owner uh, who you're approaching. I've already got stuff on EAT. Now, maybe if, uh, and we have included in our newsletter, links to very interesting things that add to our article on EAT. Uh, if somebody is doing a very interesting study or, or, um, you know, things that truly are interesting, not just, hey, link to me because I wrote something on the same topic as you. And really what it comes down to is being able to write interesting stuff that actual people uh, are, are legitimately interested in. So uh, it also lists out places where my company is mentioned. For example, Glassdoor. I saw this on a number of people where I looked their, uh, looked up there about this result uh, results, and it was Glassdoor, it was Crunchbase, these are signs of a legitimate business. Um, I'm sure there are ways that you can get in there and spam your way probably in there. But if Google is looking for legitimate, authentic businesses, then it makes sense that they're going to have profiles on uh, places like this. So this is a place to start. If you have a business that is not ranking well on Google, uh, you might need to actually do some citation building, uh, which is kind of old style link building. We're not talking about the page rank, but we're talking about sending Google signals that you are legitimately a business online, not just some kid in their basement that created a website. Um, the next thing that was interesting was uh, articles that were about me. <laughs> uh, and I, I was quite uh, uh, flattered to find a couple of articles where people had written uh, about my my life, about my uh, how my business works, about uh, how I got into SEO. Um, and I don't know how you get those written about you. Uh, these are not things that I commissioned. Uh, but it's interesting to see that Google listed those um, as, uh, uh, as something that is uh, about this result. Um, now, uh, I, I think as an aside, I think what these sites are doing uh, is writing about the known personalities in the SEO world, um, and maybe that improves Google's uh, uh, assessment of 
whether they have expert advice on their website, I don't know. I don't know, but it was uh, very interesting to see that. Well, let's look at what the quality raters guidelines say uh, and the reason why I got all excited about these about this result. Uh, there's one place in section 2.5 where the raters are told to understand the website uh, that they, they're told you must also look for reputation about the website. What do outside independent sources say about the website? Um, and they say this for content creators as well. So what's very important to EAT, in my opinion, uh, I mean, we've talked a lot about uh, improving how you demonstrate EAT on your own website, but what's more important really is that other people recognize you in your field. Uh, section 2.61 on uh, the QRG talks again about reputation of the website and also the person who created the content. They say, look for reviews. Reviews are something that come up in these about this result uh, in many places. Um, recommendations by experts, news articles, and other credible information. Uh, and they say user reviews are often helpful sources of reputation. Um, Section 2.6 says uh, that they're to look at the opinion of people who are experts in this topic of the website. Uh, and it's interesting, they go on to say, many websites are eager to tell users how great they are. Some webmasters have read these rating guidelines and write reviews in quotes on, re on various review websites. But for page quality rating, you should aim to find independent sources of reputation information about the website and creator of the main content rather than relying solely on the what the website itself or the content creator has to say. So, uh, you know, again, when Google said uh, that they're adding more context to about this result, they're going to add things such as how widely a source is circulated, uh, online reviews, views about them. And uh, even when our systems can't find much info about this company, which I'm going to come to in just a second, uh, these are all sounding very similar to how the raters are instructed to find information. Now, I want to clarify here that, there, again, there's a ton of theory here because I'm not saying that uh, it's a direct one-to-one -one ranking factor that, oh, if you get mentioned in the search engine land of your, uh, your vertical, uh, that you're automatically going to rank well. What I'm thinking is that this puts together pieces of the puzzle where Google was trying to recognize, is this content authentic? Is this content uh, written by somebody who's an expert? And an expert might not necessarily mean that you have a degree or uh, you know, um, uh, any sort of like official, um, uh, accreditation for your topic. It might be that do expert sources, uh, quote you in regards to this topic. Another thing that was mentioned on, uh, where I mentioned about around the web was awards. Uh, this is really interesting. They listed a, an award, an Indigo award that, uh, our um, website one, it was actually Kickpoint. This is Dana DiTomaso's company who designed our, who did our redesign for our website for us a couple of years ago. They won an award for the redesign for the website. Uh, that's listed uh, on, uh, uh, as part of my about this result uh, information. Um, and then also they've listed where my team and I won the Wix SEO battle. This was a couple of years ago. We uh, entered a competition and we were bold in doing this because we said we 
wanted to represent the side that actually could rank a Wix website. And uh, we fought against another uh, SEO company who represented the Wix haters. We were the Wix SEO lovers. Uh, and we won. We, we ranked uh, higher than they did for the term uh, Wix SEO, I think it was. Um, and, uh, uh, and so this is something that Google listed as an award. Uh, now, uh, I think this is very interesting because, again, in the Quality Raters Guidelines, Section 5.2, the raters are told to look for very positive reputation. Uh, extensive reputation research is important when giving highest ratings. They're told very positive reputation is often based on prestigious awards or recommendations from known experts or professional societies on the topic of the page. So uh, awards, you know, if you've won some awards, you should put them on your about page. Uh, and also uh, you should try to win some awards, try to enter some competitions, just try to be known. The The Raider guidelines talk a lot about whether an individual or a company has won awards. I should say though that most of those references are for news uh, journalists. Uh, you know, if you've won a Pulitzer Prize or something like that, well, that's a, a sign that you're uh, probably good at what you do. Uh, but still, you know, the Wix SEO competition and winning a competition for the design of our website is something that Google has listed as a sign of our reputation. Uh, so to me, that's a hint that we should go after more things like that. So I looked up several people that I know, either in the SEO industry or clients of mine, uh, and I could see that all of them have very similar listings, places where somebody's left reviews, uh, places where they are authors at authoritative websites, places where they've won awards, uh, and places where other people are talking. Uh, one that was commonly used was interviews. Uh, so uh, I think one that was listed for me was interview an interview with Marie Haynes on blah, blah, blah. Um, and this is a good reason to try to get out there and to put yourself out in uh, doing interviews. Um, and so in order to do that, again, you need some recognition for being knowledgeable about a particular topic. So uh, if you can get interviews on uh, on sites, whether it's in the form of a lot of these interviews are not actually interviews. They're, people send us uh, a list of questions and then they write a blog post about it. This can be something that can have can speak to the fact that other sites find you interesting enough on this topic to actually interview you about this topic. So next what I did was I looked at uh, a number of sites that posted in the Google help forums saying that they had lost rankings recently. One uh, left a, a, a note saying, why did I lose nearly all my rankings? And the site was called seedsandspades.com. Now, um, uh, this is a, something, if you lost rankings, especially at the end of July, so July 27th to August 2nd was the product reviews update. And this update was hugely uh, detrimental to affiliate sites. Many sites that were affiliate sites, uh, it seems to me that it was a site-wide uh, demotion where uh, where Google just decided that uh, these sites are, they were ranking in many cases like top queries, uh, top, top three for many queries, and uh, then just completely dropped out of rankings. And in each situation, when I looked at the site, there were a few things that were in common with all of these sites. One was that they were very affiliate heavy. Uh, and it's not that Google 
Google hates affiliates, but in these sites, if you took away the affiliate content, there really wasn't a whole lot left. Like it only existed so that they could write uh, affiliate reviews basically and, and make money from them. Um, and the other thing was that uh, the people writing this content in most cases were not experts. Uh, and I think this, I looked at this particular site, Seeds and Spades, and there is something on their about page that says that they've been doing gardening for a number of years. Um, but I wanted to see, was there evidence of other people saying that they are uh, known for this topic? So if you do a search for Seeds and Spades and click on the three dots and look at about this result, you get this big blue box that says, Google can't find much info on other sites to help you learn more about seedsandspades.com. You might consider, does the source seem trustworthy? What do other sources say? And this is important because Google does not want to rank information from websites that they can't trust. Now, we would like to think that Google could look at our content and say, oh, wow, this is amazing content. It lines up with uh, everything that you should know on this topic. Therefore, we should rank it. I think maybe one day we'll get there. Uh, but I also think that Google uh, puts huge emphasis on expertise as, uh, as a ranking factor. So... Um, that site has nobody else talking about it. So if I was that site owner, one of the first things I would do is find places to get interviewed, uh, find places to, to, to get mentioned uh, online, write content that legitimately people want to link to, which is hard when you're in a competitive niche. Uh, you could do a, a survey of your users. Uh, you could do user interviews um, in a way that uh, Google really likes user-generated content. If you can produce something that's helpful to people that is not the same as what's produced on websites around the web, uh, then this is, uh, this is one of the keys to Google thinking your content is good and to other people thinking your content is good enough for them to reference it. Uh, another site that was listed in uh, the Google help forums as having problems was called youramazingcar.com. If you look at the site, it really does look like a site that, again, that was created for affiliate purposes and we get the same warning. Google can't find much info on other sites to help you learn more about youramazingcar.com. Uh, and so, uh, and then there was another one um, I recently tweeted saying I'm going to be doing some mini site reviews. Uh, this is something I hope to do for podcast. If you want me to do site reviews on podcast on, on the YouTube channel, uh, leave a comment below. Uh, and especially if you want me to review your site, I'll likely do a couple of them uh, at some point in the future. Um, uh, you have to be kind of brave to do this because you're putting your site out there for other people to see. Well, one that reached out to me saying that I could do a re review of their site was called degreelist.com and it tells people how to get uh, employment in certain areas without having an actual degree uh, and I got the exact same message uh, for this uh, that uh, Google can't find other information so uh, my advice to this uh, site owner is find places to get interviewed uh, use Harrow help a reporter out uh, I actually did a search through all of the last Harrow emails that I've uh, you get like two or three a day uh, to see I did a search in my Gmail for uh, accountant and degree and, uh, and I found people talking about uh, accounting degrees, um, journalists who want to interview people on this particular topic. That's a way to get started. So the next thing that I did uh, in researching this,
this was look at information um, from this site's competitors. Uh, one site that is ranking well is, uh, I think it was called Pass the CMA Exam. This is competing against DegreeList.com. And I wondered why can they rank when uh, DegreeList can't? So Google only found three things, three people talking about this source. Uh, and one was their own Twitter profile. The other was their own LinkedIn profile. And then the third was another website that uh, actually mentions the person who's responsible for this content. Now, uh, I think it's very interesting that many sites, their Twitter and their LinkedIn and maybe uh, a Crunchbase profile was another one, uh, are mentioned as one of the places where there's information uh, around the web. Now, this is not information that other people are saying about you, but I do think that Google could use a social presence uh, as uh, something to demonstrate that you are legitimately a brand. This site has over a thousand followers on LinkedIn. Think of all the spam that they probably get. Uh, and that is most likely, I'm sure there are ways to spam the number of followers you have, but a sign of legitimacy. And so one of the things I would recommend if you're struggling to rank is to build out your social profiles, uh, to show Google that you actually have an active audience who wants to talk with you on your particular topics. So speaking about topics, the next section uh, is really, really interesting, and I feel there's much more to this uh, than I can get out in this podcast episode. It would be good to have some discussion on this. They actually give information about the topic. So you can look at any of your URLs in the Google results, click on the three dots, and if you scroll to the bottom of these, uh, the, the information they give you, uh, it'll actually tell you uh, related results, results that are related to the topic of your page. So when I looked up just me, myself, not any particular blog post, but my uh, my website. Uh, it was interesting uh, about related results. One, they showed me Backlinko, which was Brian Dean's website. I, I think Google's done a good job there. You know, we both have a, a sort of a similar search presence in, in being known in the industry, um, do videos, uh, give similar uh, kind of advice. We might differ on a couple of, uh, a couple of points, but uh, we give the similar type of advice. And so Google has us connected uh, as similar. But here's what's interesting. They pointed out an Ahrefs blog post on EAT, and they posted out a search engine roundtable article on the May Core Google update. These are topics that I want to be known for. I know I'm known for EAT, uh, and I would like to be known for understanding Google's May Core update. Uh, and so this is very interesting. Now, other people, when I looked this up, they just showed places where uh, that person uh, had been mentioned uh, elsewhere on the web. So what can you do with this information? And this is where I feel like uh, I, I need to learn a little bit more or maybe experiment with a few things, but I thought I would share with you some thoughts that I had. So let's say I wanted to rank for people who are searching for information on the product review update. Uh, now, I have not written an article yet on the product reviews. We've written a lot in newsletter, but I haven't written an article yet. Um, and that's, so that's obviously a first start. I think that Google wants to see uh, topical authority. And so they, it may not be enough to just have one article on the product reviews website. Google wants to see other evidence uh, that people are referencing me in terms of product reviews. So one thing that I did was I looked up the keyword that I want to rank for. Uh, so this was product reviews update. And I looked to see who's ranking for this keyword that's not the official result. You mean, uh, we know Google is going to rank for this. Uh, we know that search engine land is probably going to rank for, uh, for this query. And it's interesting to see the first 
first uh, non-Google uh, or um, news source that ranked for this was Neil Patel. And Neil Patel, I didn't read through the whole article, but he's got a big long article on the product reviews update. Now, when I do some search for Neil Patel, I, d I did a search for Neil Patel product review update minus site colon neilpatel.com. This is how the quality raters are instructed to do searches uh, when they're doing research like this. And what I'm looking for is who's talking about Neil Patel in the context of product review updates. And, uh, you know, I, I found several places uh, where, uh, you know, he was in it looks like a, a podcast episode. Uh, he was mentioned on a Reddit post. Um, and there's other places where other people online are mentioning him in conjunction with this topic. And when I look at his about this result for his article on the product review, a reviews update, the uh, related results are um, Google gives me a whole list of places that are related to the product reviews update. And it's not exactly the same as what ranks for these terms. Uh, they've given me search engine land, search engine journal, search engine roundtable, Glenn Gabe's site, site, and then also Neil Patel's site. Now, these are places where uh, most likely, uh, I if I'm going to write an article on this product review uh, update, I want to look and see what do these sites say about it and how can I make sure I cover the important information that all of these sites cover and more. I want to see where could I add value that these sites have not added. Um, and possibly if these sites are ones where I could get mentioned, so for example, Search Engine Land, maybe Search Engine Journal, it may be beneficial for me to submit a guest post or uh, uh, gosh, I said guest post. I, I'm not doing it for the links. It's for my name to be associated with the topic of product reviews. So I really think that there's something to this idea of topical authority. Uh, I, I encourage you to, to Google your own name and to see if you can determine what is it that Google thinks that you are, that's connected, what topics are connected to your name or to your brand. Um, you know, John Mueller said uh, something, I, I keep uh, reiterating it over the last few weeks, where he said uh, about affiliates, use affiliate links if you want, but don't be an affiliate. Be real be yourself. I really believe that Google wants to rank uh, people who have a wealth of knowledge on a topic, uh, not people who are able to write things that search engines will appreciate, uh, but people who are known for having expertise on that topic. And I think a good place to end this episode would be to talk once again about what EAT is. Expertise, authoritativeness, trustworthiness is not about author bios. An author bio can help users to understand that the content is written by somebody who knows what they're talking about. Uh, but in a uh, recent documentation that Google put out about how the quality raters work, they give this summary of EAT and they include how raters determine page quality, which is a part of EAT. And one of the things is reviewing the information available about the website and creator. Depending on the type of website, a satisfying amount of information will be required for users to trust its content or interface. So uh, I really encourage you to think about your site like a quality rater would. I'd encourage you to read the quality rater guidelines. There are examples throughout the guidelines. Uh, and if those examples are about websites that are similar 
similar to yours, you can learn so much about what it is that Google values in terms of quality. Uh, I should mention that uh, my book on the Quality Raiders Guidelines, we've reduced the price from $99 to $20, which was a really good idea because we're selling a lot of them. Uh, and that's because I'll be coming out with a new version of the book, hopefully by the end of the year. But the current version that we use as a checklist to assess sites in the eyes of quality raters uh, is really, really good and helpful. And I, I would encourage you, uh, I would hope that you would like to uh, uh, to purchase that. Um, and if you're interested in hiring me to review your site, something that I want to start doing now is uh, video reviews where I go through your site just like a quality raider would and find uh, the areas where maybe you're not in line uh, with what Google has told us uh, is potentially a sign of good quality uh, or where you can make improvements. Uh, and so if you're interested in that, you can reach out to me at help at mariehaines.com. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thanks so much for watching or listening, and I wish you the best of luck with your rankings. <laughs>